Hello, Stat Checkers. Welcome back to this week's instalment of the COEFS podcast. This week, we have the same old crew in a brand new location. We chat all things electrical, which golfers are heading up and down, and which golfer in the group can James Morrison turn into a professional woman's golfer in two years. All that and more in this week's instalment of the podcast. Welcome back to the CYFS podcast. Long time between drinks, but we're back. The um, the renovation is nearly complete. I'm your host and still the most successful left-handed golfer in tournament history. And if you haven't heard the news, I will also be the first left-handed father to play in the tournament. <laughs> Am I correct? I hope so. I feel like that's wrong. <laughs> There, there has been no other left-handers in the top so far. Matt so. Effel's involved. There's, <laughs> there's a chance that he's involved. <laughs> he's been <laughs> <written> to Bali. <laughs> okay, that was the smooth sound of <laughs> the tech guru, Mr. James Big J Morrison. Welcome, Jimmy. Good evening, all. It's maybe people aren't listening in the evening. Are you saying? Are you speaking? Well, it's evening. Good evening. Good morning. Good. <laughs> and, Hello. And in the in the background there, without a t-shirt, only wearing socks, it's the big tuna. <laughs> Hello everyone. <laughs> Customary wave in place. <laughs> tuna, welcome back, mate. It's good to see you in the flesh. Yeah, very good. Um, a couple of lights missing here, but <laughs> <laughs> so we are we are on location at um, my new home in Peakhurst. My wife and I's new home in Peakhurst. Um, I won't give you the name of the address because it might get run down, but it's Lancelot Street, Alloa. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're good. We're, um, it'll, be a, it'll be a common occurrence now. We've got, we're going to get our base and we're back. So our last podcast, um, it's probably about what, four or five weeks ago now. Mm. We promised we'd be more frequent and we weren't. <laughs> <laughs> One thing's just wrong, you can't count on us. I think we discussed inline hockey last yes. time we were on. So Swa, any advancements in the inline hockey? No. Yes. No, no advancements. No. How, how has inline hockey, so, like, how is COVID handling? How yeah, good, COVID? yeah, good point. I haven't got the inline hockey um, email with like their statement regarding COVID, which which I was they're, expecting. I think they're following every other sport. That's that's the whispers I hear. The whispers I hear are what, they're following every other. Who's sport. whispering to you? The the inline hockey people. <laughs> are they? What, are they having cultural barbecues and, and the, camping? <laughs> Go, go back to culture events. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> so, uh, for those of you who don't know, um, the Big Tuna, uh, we, we famously broke on last, last I was going to say last week's, last time's pod, that the Big Tuna was pursuing a, uh, how would you just put it, a uh, love interest, love interest um, off the course, but on the court, you could say. <laughs> and by court, I mean... Uh, a basketball court, right. <laughs> which where they where they play inline hockey. <laughs> but there was no basketball. No, correct. So um, that's just to put you up to speed. So Swa, you know, um, said woman, you know, what, what's the latest? The, the people so, want to know. It's, it's going well. Like I'm, I said I'm I'm loving her moment. But it's always, you love her. It's, it's, it's obviously showing that I'm in, really enjoying being with her, and as I said, it's translating to. All, all aspects of life. 
my golf game. Wow, that's such a whole response. So yeah, that brings me to my next point. Um, lowest you've been in quite some time. Yes. What, what do you want at the moment? Since we first moved to Hang on, can we just spend like golf handicap? <laughs> he, he's not low in any other respect. <laughs> what about his? What about his Dalai Lama response? You know, it's it's transferring to my he's one in nature. Yeah, yeah Game game back. Yeah. Just Freddie Pitlaw. <laughs> game so, game grounded. So what are you off at the moment? Eighteen point. I'm going to say 18.9 or 8. Which is I, I low. May, I may check those stats later on. Which is low. Which is but, low. Yeah, I'm in the 18s for the first time since we, I think we moved to Cobra. Which was, was wow. two or three years ago? That's yeah. I think I, when we moved to Cobra, I was like either 18 or 19. That's a long time. That's what I was at. And, and, and you haven't had like a, like a, look, you've always had good scores, but it hasn't been like a 45 crazy one. It's been like, you know, 38, 39, 36, 40. Yeah. It's been consistently good. A couple good. of 40s. Yeah. Um, like, I, like think, I think the return return back to my spiritual home kicked me off as well. Where, where's that? In the Bada dungeon? <laughs> back, back to the valley. Oh, I thought you were somewhere army. I mean, <laughs> because, because, um... Somewhere... As, as we know... Look at army shit about it. Army. I didn't know what I was going to say. I was going to say Armin's land, but I think that's regional. Armly. Yeah. No, but those... That week... The week or two that Cogger shut down, I know several of us played at different courses. A couple came and played at the valley with me. And that I think that Easter long weekend just kicked kicked me into gear. So let's let's address the elephant in the room. Some went to play with you at Balboa Valley. Those players were myself, Don Morrison, I think James Dugan. James Dugan. Others Antonio Qatar. Well, Antonio Qatar, the elephant in the room. Yeah. Tony Qatar. Is he, in one word, Jimmy Morrison, is Tony Qatar a flat track bully, yes or no? Bully? Yes. In what the way? The David Warner. Does he, does he only play well on flat, even tracks where there's no real challenge? Uh, there's no obstacles I in will, the way. I will say, yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. I, I think, <laughs> I think it's well documented that Tony has an issue with, well, uh, Tony has... with getting it up. <laughs> what about uh, the cold? <laughs> uh, and I think, uh, yeah, I, I would say he probably Bubba doesn't suit him because he needs to get that that in the, the the height. So, 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 my question to you is this: We, we are social golfers in, in in every in nearly every aspect of the world. Do you, how much? How do I put this? Do, how much emphasis do you put on playing courses that suit your game, or do you just play courses that you enjoy? To be fair to Tony, uh, he plays a lot of decent courses. He plays a lot of different courses. I, I've played a number of courses with him. He played the Lakes the other day. Brighton, Brighton Lakes, Lakes the other not, day. not the Lakes. No, Brighton Lakes. <laughs> he play, I, I played with him out at, what's he, out at, uh, I can't remember what that uh, is. No, you played at MacArthur. One of those yeah, ones. out that way somewhere. Yeah. Um, but he's played Liverpool, he's played Bankstown. Um, I think I'm in the same boat as him, though. I just don't like the Valley. But see, you don't like the valley because you don't like the greens. And you are on record as saying no one has told you that the greens are playing well. Correct. So you won't play them? Correct. Do you play Cogra when the greens have been called? I prefer not to, yeah. So uh, you're not trying to get out here? What? Why don't you like the valley? Because the greens have been shit. The last time I played there, I eventually had to putt with a rake. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> 
Just got a text from Ross Forsyth. <laughs> <laughs> All my hard work. <laughs> so, Going down Tony Guitar must be mentioned. I think it's the lowest he's ever been. I don't think, I definitely know it's the lowest he's ever been. Correct. 13.7, correct me if I'm wrong there. Something, Thereabouts. 13, 8, 13, 7, something. Yeah. Which is very good golf. Yeah. Has he gone under the radar? Or do we know he's good, but we just don't want to give him the credit because it's Tony. I think if you ask him, it all comes down to some tips I gave him at the driving range. Wow. wow. Jimmy Morrison. Uh, and he's told me a couple of times. So I'm, not, I'm not speaking out of turn. Did he whisper it to you too? Or was it, no, did no. he just tell you? No, no, he just told did me. Did you kiss and make up after? <laughs> no. We there was no issue doing it. Uh, but no, no, I, I, I just think... I'll give him a few little tips here and there. My game's kind of right. Well, what are the t- do you want to share with the rank and file what the tips uh, are? Or you prefer to keep them I between you it's and... It's very personal as far as he he, he has a, a different swing, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not, it's not orthodox. It's probably... Oh, I wouldn't say he has an unorthodox golfer. But he, he swings more like a cricketer than a golfer. Well, he did, he did play wicket keeper a couple of years down at uh, South Earthville. Yeah, but like a year... He played with one of the good friends, the, the, the father of Salad, Carl D.T. Carl D.T., correct. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I, it was just a few little tips here and there. It was nothing massive. And you think that is what... I'm just grabbing a Tim Tam. That's what I'm, I'm not saying that. He said that. He t- oh, he told you that? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I'm the, I am the key difference, is what he said. The exact words he said was, James, you're the best golfer. I would be so glad you gave me the tips. Well, yeah. it was well. Well, I, well, I, I, I can't believe your, your name wasn't mentioned. Well, so I, look, yeah. the re- my record speaks for itself. Oh, well, yeah. he said the best right-handed golfer is what he said. <laughs> uh, but then, yeah. But so I don't know. I just I'm comfortable with my game as well at the moment. I, so that good segue, Jimmy yeah. Morrison. Is this the lowest you've ever been? Yeah, but ten point one. I, I, this is Which the lowest. Is very good goal. I've been ever. He's almost ahead of two Skidellas at ten point one. Well, I. He has to go... Bruno, I, I think Bruno I mean, might be off 10 plus now. 10.8. 10.8. He's gone. So 10. you've gone past him. Rob, yeah. Rob Rob's the next one. 10. 10. 10. Oh. 10 on the dot. And I'm disappointed because if, if I didn't wipe the last couple of holes of the, the last two rounds I had, I would have had him. Wow. Yeah. Disappointing. I mean, there's, a, there's, a, there's an obvious theme here. Other than Swar, who sort of playing the same amount of golf now as you always were, really... Um, the people were playing more, getting better. That's not a coincidence. Yeah, well, like Donny and Tony. Well, Donny's going backwards slightly. Well, that's I'll get to that in a sec. But but it's, but it's a pretty Antonio's clear. Playing, I think Antonio's been playing four days a week. Yeah, and yeah, yeah and he's the lowest he's ever And you sort clear... of work out your game. If you've been playing that many days a week, you sort of work out what you're doing. If you're like me or Josh, you play once a week and maybe twice if you're lucky, right? If you're like us, twice a day. I'm tired, sorry. So yeah. He plays in something twice a day. <laughs> Before 9am. <laughs> Big cheater. <laughs> Ian West. Yeah. Yeah, and he rejects the best. <laughs> so the, the, my question is this, and Jimmy Morrison, this is your question, and this has been an issue that you've had, not an issue, a statement that you've maintained for a long time now. Yeah. And the second I start talking about it, you know exactly what I mean. Sure. Take Tony Guitar, case in point. He's yeah. playing golf now four days a week. Yeah. He's off, thir- let's say, 13.7 for argument's sake. Sure. Lowest he's ever been by a considerable margin. Yes. You're on record as saying that if you had an athletic young woman... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know where I'm going with yeah, yeah. An, an athletic young woman... 
at your disposal. Not that didn't sound right. Yeah. Like like as in like purely for training purposes. Sure. It still doesn't sound great. No. <laughs> you could get her to play for the Australian women's national team known as the Matildas. Matildas. Correct. Does this only solidify your belief that you could do it? Yeah, like I, or I'll put it this way. Could I get her to turn out to be a professional golfer? Absolutely not. <laughs> but you, if he was 12... Do you reckon I he could play on the LPGA? <laughs> Hang on. Do you, reckon, do you reckon he could play on the LPGA? <laughs> <laughs> could he play? If, so you're saying... <laughs> <laughs> Do you think if you had a Tony guitar at age 12, you could have turned him into a pro? No, I don't think I could. Right, if you I just had... said I could. No, you no, could. no. If, 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 I, I, I'll come back to my whole statement, which is, I think trying to get a young man into a men's sport is far more competitive than getting oh, a yeah, woman into right. a woman's sport. So you believe wholeheartedly how old would, say, 16, but you're happy with like a 16 year old woman? Girl? You're probably like, what, like 12. Would you like her a bit younger, a bit older? <laughs> <laughs> Again, I think, please, I think, is that a context? Yeah, I think like it'd have to be like, like, a, like a cadet, like a 12. You, a, 12 a 10 or a 12. Yeah. So you, I could, like a golf cadet. No, I'm saying for soccer. Yeah, same. You think you should take a 12 year old girl to become a professional golfer at 12 years old? You think two years? Is that a golfer or soccer player? Okay, let's go back to golfer. Yeah. So. You think if you got a 12-year-old girl, what would she have to be playing off at the time you got a hold of her? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I haven't thought about golf in that scenario. <laughs> but you th- do you think you could do it? I still think you could, yeah. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> That's such a big goal. Why? I just don't think you could do it. Why not? But two years every day is a long time. How do you keep her motivated? With like small goals that like eventually equate to a big goal. No, well, I, like a stroke day or something. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's dodgy as well. No, I think it's you've got to have the right person as well, obviously. Of course. And how would you? How would you I choose mean, the right person? It's someone who's driven, motivated. Of course. That's of course. It. That's all it is. Yeah, uh, I reckon you just hang out at like a local primary school. <laughs> just, <laughs> just uh, girls. <laughs> I'll get some tips on Suarez. <laughs> How many do you shoot? <laughs> How low can you go? I don't know if this is going to be... <laughs> Postable. Do you know what? <coughs> my man. I've got some got a, cu- got a couple of clubs. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know. I've got for you. Okay. Oh, uh, look, so... <clears throat> Love about that because there is only one king of the kings that we call it, and that's the tuna. A big tune. <laughs> oh, um, um, the question on many people's lips is the king fruit cup. Now, the president, I will let you discuss what has been discussed from the committee. So please take me away, take it away. All right, folks, pre podcast, we had a bit of a committee meeting. We have decided to launch the king fruit cup starting from June. Through to October, so November final. And the so five month format? Last month. year was six, obviously for obvious reasons we've had to shorten it this year. Mm, COVID. Because because COVID we couldn't play in fours, so we decided 
best just let it a month go for a month and when we can play in fours and more people can get tea times we'll bring it back in yeah so that's what we're doing um venue to be advised um twenty dollar fee if you if you want to play and we'll probably discuss some sort of fee payment before we yeah. put your name in the cup yeah, so, sort of thing. Yeah. So, I think, think we do it like the tier <coughs> cup. Get, get payment first and then you'll be available for King Fruit Cup. Yeah. I think that's how we we should do it this year. So so we can just get the money up front and we know we got it there. And then so like we'll do, we'll, over the next couple of weeks and months, we'll reach out the venues and see where yeah. we can play and what we can do. And of course, yeah. depending on... What Who we can do as well and some of that. The restrictions, restrictions also, it depends how long they go on for as well. Yeah. So yeah, COVID, the new COVID world, we don't know what's going to happen. So we just got to play it by ear a little bit. Um, for all of those new listeners that are tuning in and don't know what the Kingfruit Cup is. Oh, yeah. Um, so Kingfruit Cup is a, a small, uh, what would you call it, league? Uh, FedEx style. FedEx Cup style. Yeah, it's format. a FedEx style. Yeah. So uh, it runs <laughs> month to month. Um, where people who are participating will play, play their normal golf in their normal comps throughout the week um, and based on the scores they post and, and get reflected against their handicap um, the two best scores of the month will be put into, into contention well, that was last so I was going to say that was last year's yes. format we are um, currently discussing whether or not to change we haven't decided either way but it's, it's, it's something that has to be discussed yeah. So last year was yeah top two scores. It's a it's it's a bit of a pain to over, over thirty. Yeah, over 30 top points. two scores was an aggregate, and then it went to the final score. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's largely just a tournament. It works out on uh, your score per month. Top four go into a final, of which we try to work out where we'll play the final at some point this year. Uh, towards obviously in November, we're just not sure of location. We'll work it out later. Yeah. So it's important to note last year's champion was myself, Joshua Skiller. Uh, oh, sorry, oh, I was talking about caddies. Uh, player was James Morrison, but the first man to win the tournament as a caddy was myself, which is a big achievement for me and my team. Something I'm very proud of. And I'm looking so, forward to maintaining that title this year. So I think we all will agree that Josh was lucky to be chosen as my caddy. Yes. Oh, so, and he well, had very little impact on my game. <laughs> That's not what you Ex- said the night out. Except the stirring everyone up. Uh, yeah, to be honest, I think it was better to be with Josh. <laughs> That's where my logic was. So, I mean, I know we've discussed it, but just a quick, from from my, I don't have a great memory of the day. Not, not in this, like I have a memory of the day, but like the actual ins and outs of scores. I believe 31 or 31 or 29. It wasn't, it wasn't a good score. What did On you? the day? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 32 maybe? I think it was like 30, 30 something. 32. It, was, it was now more than 32. Might be 33. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, but it, it was like it was not a good score. I remember like first hole, all four of you bombed out the same. Sorry, the four were James Morrison, Tim Wilson, um, Bruno Skidella, Chocolate Wells. First hole at Bankstown Golf Club, which as far as I know, no one had played there, or maybe once, and so no one knew the golf course. Everyone bombed the drive, hit you know wedge whatever within you know close enough, two putted, four or threes all round. This could be anything, you know. This could be forty plus. And if you asked me at the start of the day, I probably would have said 36 to 40, judging on, you know, people's handicaps, the event. But in the end, like, I'm pretty sure if you shot 30, you were there or thereabouts. Mm. So, you know, it's a big tournament. And and personally speaking, I didn't play much last year um, in the winter. 
I find winter golf a bit difficult sometimes, just like a bit of motivation. But it, this is really good fun. It's really, really good fun. And uh, we, obviously, I love stirring things up just because I can. It's it's really, really fun. So, yeah. so just to just to press on that further, um, it's open to anybody to play at their own home course. So you don't have to be playing yeah. with us week to week at Congra. Yeah. So the you key is you, the, the key is your. Uh, just life doesn't it. actually change at all no. other than paying the $20 yeah. it's exactly the same yeah. Yeah. you can play wherever whenever um, as long as it's a uh, you know you've got to give us a golf link number yeah. as, as long as, as you've got a golf link number you're able to enter and yeah as long as you're playing in a registered comp and it gets recorded against your handicap you read your, your, your score count yeah so I mean let's uh, we, my beautiful wife Samantha Scadella actually I don't she I think in a roundabout way she gave us this idea for a tournament, but let's give her the credit. Yeah. Um, the, uh, long story short, we were discussing you know, what's a good score, what's a bad score. My beautiful wife, as smart as she is, can't get, when you're eight up, it means you're good, but if you're eight over, it's not a good score, it's stable food and all that. It's, it, it is difficult. If you don't know, you don't know. And somewhere along the line, Jimmy might have asked the question, if you played your own four-man Ambrose, so like you were your own four-man team, how low could you go? Now, it's a, it's a fair point. So last year's Invitational, I think 11 under won it, 10 under was second, etc., etc., etc. Jimmy Morrison, do you think at, say, George River, if you played with yourself four shots on the, on the golf course too... Between shots. <laughs> do you think you could go even or under? Yes. I disagree. The question I'd is... i definitely go over. Oh, 100%. That's why I didn't ask you. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that the next tournament we run? An individual I, Ambrose event? I think it'll be a one-day event. It won't be a long-running event. I think it'll just, it won't of be course, a one-off. One it's it's a one-off. Logistically, it's an absolute nightmare. <clears throat> yeah, we just got to work out yeah, logistics around it. But that's a good idea. I think we should float it. I we'll think it's a great it idea. We'll work out logistics and whether, you know... Whether we can make it work for one, and then to the timing of it, we don't want to. We don't want to take away from like Kingford Cup. We don't want to take away from the Invitational. True. So it might be early next year. We, we yeah, tr- that's it. Yeah, because we have a bit of a gap between end of yeah. and then the Kingford Cup. Yeah. Another idea. So I want. I'll get back to that. But another idea was like the you old know, like you know three club challenge sort of thing. Like mm-hmm. you know pick three clubs, play eighteen holes. You know something like that. You could do that in a team. You could do that individually. Mm-hmm. In an Ambrose, you know that, that's a, that's not a bad shout either. Yeah. And the thing with that, I like if you did say a, if you did say a a three man team, are you allowed within your three to, to to choose who takes what club, or do you all pick a club? It's a tough one. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. maybe only one of you will grab a putter, one of you will grab wedge, but that, then that sort of pigeonholes you to that shop. Anyway, yeah, that, that's a, that's an idea. Mm-hmm. So the four man, the, the individual. Team Ambrose. Individual four ball Ambrose. Individual four ball Ambrose. So you have four shots each time. That's open for discussion. I think four shots might be too many. Yeah. You could do anywhere from two to four. Two or three is probably better, but we're open for debate. Yep. But like I think Jimmy said, if you if you play in a four person tee off at sixteen shots off each tee, that's a fucking long time. That's a lot of golf shots. Yeah, it's it's pretty much just like it's like mulligans. Just you, have it again. So you have to have four balls in you at all times. Yeah. I'm going to have to... Swire does normally. Well, I'm going to have to... It's <laughs> a couple shots. of shots. <laughs> yeah, four shots. The old Waylon Smithers yeah. <laughs> So uh, around the grounds as well, the, the fall of Don and the Duke. Mm. Um, the, 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 
I'm, I'm as surprised as each other, really. Donnie got very low, very low. There was a couple of texts sent to me, and I'm not going to lie, I was a bit worried, you know, as any person would be. Donnie just kept dropping. I think he got to within point one, or he might have even been level. He was very, very close. And I thought to myself, publicly I, I shamed him, and I was right. But privately I, I said to myself, this is, this, is, this is a problem. What does the world look like with Don as its leader? You know, obviously barring Kev Dart from the discussion. And Donnie's fallen away. And that's something he needs to live with. So what do you think is happening with Don Morrison? I think he's just, like all of us, he's just finding a level where he'll probably play it and like, he can't play at it. Then he realise where his actual handicap lies. Like, I think he'll end up playing like at maybe nine or ten. And then, like, when I was, I was saying to Tony, I said to Tony, you'll get to stages where you just hit the same handicap <coughs> and you can't do anything. You just need to find that little thing that you're just doing wrong and then you drop a couple of strokes. And then you hit, you hit that plateau again. You just go, what am I doing wrong? That's keep me here. And you go look at that and go, and you'll drop it again. But you just got to reassess where your game's at. And I don't think Don is doing that at the moment. He's probably like finding, he's putting too many wayward shots. Right, this how much has he actually played out there? Well, he's back to eight, eight or point, nine. Eight point two. So he dropped, he's dropped one and a half shots. It's not too bad. That's it's not, not too bad. bad round. It's not too bad. However, one, one and a half shots of single digits I is very different to one and a half I shots. Think one of those, I think one of those <laughs> rounds that, as I said, like, you'll lose, like, Dukes, I think Dukes just lost four amazing rounds, which he yeah. played through that President's Cup yeah. time, right? He's, he's just lost four of those yeah. scores, which were, I think, were 6.5, 5.5, eight, like, another six points up in, like, a seven point something, right? It's just looking what scores, because, what, Don's got a 1.5, in that mix, he, he's on for a little while though. He shot that yeah, but like he's just got well, that. He's playing a fair bit. Yeah, and, and that's the other thing, right? Is is he playing too much? Wow, that's that's been, that's long been a discussion in his group. Yeah, especially around invitational time. That's that's a that was Spa's problem for quite a long time. I think he was well, just playing too much golf. Are you playing less golf now? I am playing less golf. So you would say you were playing too much golf. I wouldn't say I was playing too much. <laughs> are you playing too much inline hockey now though? Or you're not I'm playing not enough playing, in line. I'm not playing in, in line. Are you playing tongue hockey with the inline hockey? Are you doing too much of anything in particular? <laughs> I can't Why are you winking? Do you want I can't to support, say. Do you want to support the Seagulls now? Or is it <laughs> no. hey, did she listen to the pod last week? Last time. Last. Sorry, last time. Jeez, Jeez, that's I corrected myself. I corrected you. Yeah, correct. Anyway. Oh, correct. <laughs> so what was her thoughts on the podcast? I think she liked it. She knew sort of the char- characters of the people very quickly. <laughs> would have been hard for it, would have been hard for her to talk when Swire was all over. <laughs> and especially hearing Josh because he was yeah. under cement at some point. Now. <laughs> so she, what did she think me as like the tech guru, funny guy, sort of thing? <laughs> the idiot in the background. <laughs> yeah. So she's a good judge of character. Yeah. <laughs> she sounds like an absolute. I'm joking. I'm joking, Mrs. Suarez. <laughs> I was going to say her actual name. But I didn't. Good move. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, look, Dukes as well for me is... He's the, he's the biggest surprise because Dukes is a good golfer. I don't think... I Yet think again, like, I think it's just, like, uh, it's just touch. 
as you, as you I guys don't even think it's touch. I think they're chipping and putting decently. They're they're iron striking. They're second that's, that's what I mean. That, that's what I mean. They they touch. You got you got to have your iron. Like when you're hitting your irons well, you find it. Josh Pro finds it when you're hitting your irons well. You just need that touch each week. You just need it. Yeah, you gotta, because yeah. I, I know it. that's my biggest weakness is my irons. I've got to the stage where my driving's phenomenal, but my iron play is shit. So you need to work. What are you laughing at, Jimmy? No, just the way you said shit made me laugh. I thought oh, you were laughing at the way you like, said phenomenal. You got to, Irons are probably the hardest club I agree. to, I to hit it straight out of the middle every single time. Well, I, my most disappointing part of my game right now is they so Cogger changed their, their, their layout of their course just for COVID, to be COVID safe, right? Uh, so we now finish on the 10th. And every time I play the 10th now, I put it in the spot, which is the hardest golfing, I the hardest shot in golf. On the back right? Oh, West Fire thinks it's the hardest yeah. shot in golf. On that, that back right? That back left hill. The back left hill. Oh, yeah, you've got to go across and down. Yeah. yeah. You can't finish it short of the pink. Right. It's too hard. Yeah. <clears throat> That's course management. Oh, correct. It's just a bad iron shot. <clears throat> um, also, as well, around the grounds, a few weeks ago, I spoke to a good friend of the program, current champion, Gavin Hot Dog Drayton, mm-hmm. who won the comp a few weeks ago at Cabra Manor, who, who he beat in second place, Noddy Brett Kamali. Wow. So, you know, Gav Drayton, big score there, which brings the question, Jim, I'll start with you. Favourite Cronulla Sharks halfbacks of all time? And which, also, which one would you... If you could pick one to beat in a Sunday Stableford comp, which one would it be? Uh, Townsend. <laughs> Swa. Brady names the only halfback. He, he has knows. no idea. Swa, favourite Sharks halfback of all time? No, no. Adrian, he has the one. Was <laughs> <laughs> it Adam, Adam Dykes? Or was I was going to say Dykes. Or was he a 5'8? Oh, Dykes played a bit of halfback. For me... Or Scotty, Scotty Port. I was going to say Scotty... Oh, look, Robson... The, the Port Porthouse Day. They call... <laughs> I thought he, his nickname was Smoke on the Water Porter. They call him Smokey. Jeffy, Jeffy Robson. Didn't he win a halfback? Was he the one... Yeah. Was he the half... No, was, no, Townsend was a halfback. No, he was a halfback before Townsend. Who won the comp at halfback? Townsend. <clears throat> so, look, uh... Gav Drayton, another big score. Current champion, B-grade champion. Sorry, B-grade up in the championship team. Good to see he's still going, but he'll be another big player this year's invitation. Uh, invitation on King Boot Cup. If he nominates. He'll nominate, mate. He's keen as mustard. Uh, the next one I'd like to ask the president, who by night is a president and vigilante of the streets, and by day, of course, is a licensed electrician. Correct. And I was, I was told recently by a, a friend of the program, who will remain anonymous, that you did some work on said friend's uh, sister-in-law's or brother-in-law's unit block. Is that correct? It is. It is? Have you heard this one? I heard that that happened. But I don't know anything to think about. Uh, <laughs> his head is in his hands. So I, I guess by now you would, you, would, you would know who told me this story. Okay. He's, the president is nodding his head. He's also turning red. <laughs> the red in it. <laughs> Uh, so as far, to the best of my knowledge, the work went well, said people were happy with the job. Okay. Um, could you please run us through your, your, <laughs> your recollection 
of what happened the next day at said unit block. Take it away, big tuna. I'm saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> tuna, what happened? Uh, <laughs> so hang on, so what did you do at the, this person's residence? I just put a PowerPoint in their garage. Okay, I'm sure you run an exposed conduit, clipped it to the wall, plugged it in, thanks for coming, took your 500 bucks for the day, drank seven coffees from their machine and left. Yeah? Pretty much. Yeah, okay. So that was all... Watch the Foxtel. <laughs> that was all well and good. Yeah. The next day, what happened to your... Next day, I got a couple of calls. From, from... From said person. From said person? So I think we're talking about the same person here. And Pretty what did that person call you saying? Um... Did you know this story? Nice. That the intercom stopped working. <laughs> the intercom. Which is not near the garage. So the intercom in the entire unit block had stopped working. Was it related? Or was it completely unrelated? I'm not sure if it was related or not, but there was like a switch that was as I said like the the comms point for the whole <laughs> building a, was right so, next to this like the switch to it. <laughs> So I, I may, I said like, I said to said person, I may have brushed like where the comms came, like all the cables came in and went out to the units. That's like next to the main board. I may have brushed it. Yeah. That's, I said to him, that's all I didn't. Him or her, this person doesn't have a gen. We don't know who this person was. I said to them that all I may have done is brush it during the works. Yeah. But apparently it's just like one speech show. Was off or something. So it's sorted, yeah. Yeah, sorted. Yeah, sweet. But <laughs> hey, it happens. Seven, it seven calls. Seven calls later. So the question I want to ask is, how come on the day you did the job, you were using Jared Kenneth Wells' license number? You always do that. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, president, back to you again on your day job. That's 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 whose number I'm using for this job because I know I know when it burns down, Jared's Jared's going to get. Can't look around. There's a PowerPoint hanging out over there. That's a that's a lot. That's a lot. Check your stats. Check your fucking stats. I wasn't looking at that one. Oh, get there's no that out there. You can't do a visual podcast. (laughs) The last one I'll ask about your electrical work, Ian, is is that one still hanging up, Josh? Yeah. Yeah. So swap. Wait, these guys were using power with. Like the whole bench is just hanging <laughs> off the wall. So well, a good friend of the program, who I will not name, has been using you on and off for his electrical work in his property, which is south of the Tom Ugly's bench. As, as said, I, I, I got nothing, nothing bad to say about him. About who? About as said, like, as said, I don't mind people because. We I don't all, mind people either. We, we, I don't we think all know. We all know. Does this person have a really well-stocked pantry? We, this person has numerous well-stocked pantries. <laughs> apparently, he needs apparently he needs more space in his garage. <laughs> <laughs> so and, Ian, and this is another point I want to get to. I've just just got told a story this weekend yeah. that I didn't know. We should have known about way before this, but I I'm not sure if said person was to reveal. This, this to the group. I don't think it's an issue. Said person who we can now name as, of course. Well, keep it unknown. Keep because, out. Let's because, call him. Um, what shall we call him? Do you know who we're talking about, Jimmy? I know who we're talking about. Yeah. What, how, what can we call him or her? Him or her. How would we need to call him? 
Uh, said person. Said person. Said person is, to the best of my knowledge, the most uh, organised human being, organised, regimented human being I've ever met. Yeah. Would you say that? Yeah. Okay. That's, it's, a, it's, a, it's certainly not a negative, it's a positive. Right. I, I think a lot of us could be even half as organised as, as said person. This person keeps a diary in his or her possession and notes every little thing that's happened to him or her's life for the past, say, 20 years. Oh. For example... Um, I know a lot of people that done that. That's right. Uh, uh, this person told me that he had his pool removed, I think it was like 14 years ago, for like $2,000 on that exact day. Which, and that, yeah, so that, that sort of thing, which is what Swa- 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 Swa's talking about. I found it absolutely <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I don't know if it's hilarious. I think I, it's interesting. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. And, I mean, that, some of that meticulousness is probably needed on a golf course, mm. to be honest. Good management. Yeah, but will it get him below 10? Well, if, if, if he or she is trying to get below 10, it, maybe they're already below 10. Because we don't know who this person and is. And I said, like, the person oh, who did his work, I, I pull Harley, he, he needs, he needs, he needs work. So, like, so this person famously this, this dropped Swa for one of, uh, for Chocwell. We, we, Choc. Choc needs some work. As, as the man who has now taken over Swa's contract at this person's house. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Choc needs some work. Yeah. So, I'm yeah. not too, not too fast that Bruno uses him. Well, I think I think we've talked enough shit. Look, this will be a common occurrence. We're back. My house is back. Um, Started smoking you. It's, uh, <laughs> just gonna move that hot water heater into the ceiling, and we should be okay. <laughs> Can this wall come down? <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, we didn't even mention it, but Donnie Morrison wasn't with us tonight. He was. He he wasn't just being really quiet. He's not actually his. Have, have the um, where is Donnie tonight? Have the cult, cult meeting started up again? He's the cult meeting. No, he's not. Well, uh, the... No, no, no. So you know, everyone's not back yet. He's not. He's not going back till September sometime. Right. So he got, in, he got a new job working at like a COVID clinic or something. Yeah, in um, I think it might have started today. St Vincent's. St Vincent's Hospital. It might have started today. I, yeah, it might have actually. Yeah. Um. So that's good on Don. So yeah. now he's making two incomes, which is good. Hey, good on Donnie Morrison for any loans. <laughs> um, well, to wrap it up, Jimmy, anything you'd like to add or not add? No, um, well, just keeping everyone, just a little bit of housekeeping. Um, obviously, I still had a few people's money for the tipping comp. Ah, oh, good um, point. Uh, obviously, NRL due to come back any minute. We expect the tipping comp to still continue. Um, however, if you want to pull out, feel free. Of course, there's no pressure them. each way. You know, money's tight at the moment for some people. If you need the money back, just reach out to me, I'll send it back. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it for me. Um, okay, well, I don't have much to say. It's exciting to be back. Um, just quick one on the trivia night. Uh, it looks, at this stage, unlikely. Yeah. Just because it's too hard. Well, and just, you know, like, being responsible social community, I think it'd be very bad to have an event during COVID right now. Yeah, yeah, of course. And um, we're going to obviously try and keep the podcasts coming 
bit of comical relief. Well, if you think yeah. it's funny, people probably think he's idiots. Yeah. But that could be a relief. Something Lis- to listen listening to. Listening to an idiot. Regardless um, of how you feel about it. I'll, I'll play the villain, that's fine. You know. <laughs> um, good to be back. Good to be in my home. And uh, looking forward to it. So, uh, anything you'd like to finish me off with? Finish on me with? No. Finish. Um, as I said, like, just keep watch out for on the socials for Kingfruit Cup info. That should be released in the next couple of days and then wow, a pressure. maybe um no just information and then yeah, yeah. maybe rules maybe a um, week so out a week out before it starts, I think we might release some rules. So did we so it's the twentieth of May uh, time of recording. Do we say next Wednesday's pod we have the official rules, etc. for King Fruit Cup twenty twenty? If we can get a full committee. <clears throat> well we can well we can talk that we can take yeah, that we offline. Can that. We can stop that. Okay, May 27, so May 28, when it's released, we will have um, all details. With Obviously, the expectation that Key Free Cup starts 1st of June, Saturday. That's a Saturday? Yes. Perfect, perfect. So then we're going to, yeah, okay, that's fine. Uh, I might, that might be a Friday. But it, whatever, that first week. If you want to play on that Friday week. at some course, yeah, more than happy to. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, anything else? No. Um, may, your beautiful girlfriend? May, may you check your stats before I check them. Thank you.